you know, I, I'm always on the side of, yeah, this is good, this is great, but fuck YouTube. YouTube. Fuck YouTube. Fuck YouTube. Like, YouTube ruined everything. Ruined everything for me. I hate YouTube. I hate it so much. I hate it so much. I know you guys are like, what the hell? How? What the hell did YouTube have to do with this? It ruined the movie for me. It ruined Doctor Strange for me. Like, it ruined everything. It just ruined everything. It just, like, kept showing me scenes. Like, hey, look, this happened. It was like, dog, like, there was no way to just, like, combat that YouTube. Like, nothing. Just, no, we're just going to throw up the scenes. Like, hey, haha, this person's in it. Haha, this person died. Look how she kills this person. It's like, fam, like, you're ruining the movie. Like, you're ruining the movie for people who actually want to go see the movie. They're not even, they're not even hiding it. It's like on the front page and just like you're recommended. I know somebody's like, I didn't get that. It's on the front page of my recommendations. You're going to get it too now. Now, fuck you. I'm fucking, you're going to see it if you didn't see the movie. It's just bad. It's just so bad. It's like ruined everything. It's like shit just kept popping up, just kept popping up, just kept popping up. It's like, the first time something popped up, I'm like, oh, I can avoid that. I scroll down and, oh, here's somebody's face right in the goddamn movie. Like, how? How am I supposed to avoid that? How the fuck am I supposed to avoid that? I can't. Fucking insane. I don't see how they, like, keep it so bold to put it on their fucking thumbnail. <laughs> first off, not even so bold just to put it on a thumbnail, but put it on a thumbnail and title it blah, 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 blah. And it's like, yeah. Bam! Even if I didn't want to click it, you just spoiled it in the title. It's like, no, 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 no. I, I got this. Here's a picture of blank. Doug, how they, you're not supposed to be spoiling this. And this is like days before it was even fucking watchable in the six. It's just fucking insane that I just got spoiled so bad. I know people are like, well, well, you, you like spoilers too, because you, you say them on the podcast. That's different. That's fucking different than spoiling the fucking movie. Yeah. Because sometimes, every now and then, something I say might be wrong. Might be. But fuck, goddamn, that's so bad. We completely differ on that one. While, like, I don't really like wrestling spoilers and whatever. Like, I'm down for a fucking movie spoiler. Like, I, look, I looked at them all. <laughs> See, here's, here's the difference between me and that. I literally am already spoiled because I read comic books. So I already know where 90% of this stuff is going. I yeah. just like to see the MCU's adaptation of it. I want to see what they change and turn and twist and maybe go, oh, that's actually different. Oh, this is different. Okay, now let's see where this story goes. Because it's still like, honestly, the MCU is another comic book series just, just on the broadcast live. Everything else is just like you can just pick up and read. Every, this is like broadcast live where you're like, oh, well, this is a slight change in a retelling of a certain hero or a certain story. And it's like, oh, well, that's different. And you see what they keep from the comics and what they throw out. So it's like, I'm not really getting spoiled. It's just like, I want to see what they're going to do. And I want to see if they can surprise me. I want to see if they can match my expectations. That's that's what it is about these movies. Other than that, it's like I could walk into a movie and know exactly what's going on. But I want to see what they do to excite me and like bring me into it as a fucking hardcore 
like person. Like that's what I want. That's what I want. That makes sense. And for everybody that's online, this is not a spoiler. This is because, matter of fact, this is kind of a spoiler. But I'm not gonna tell you to fast forward it. If I see another person <laughs> online go, yeah, she's so strong. Yeah, y'all y'all ain't ready for that. It's like, hold the fuck up. You never read a goddamn comic because she's always been that fucking strong. She's been one of the fucking strongest people in the fucking universe. It's been like 10 times they had to fucking put her ass down because it was like, yo, she's too goddamn strong. She's too goddamn strong. This this girl is out of fucking control. They had to put her down three times. And I know you're like, no, but that doesn't mean she's strong. She literally whispered a word and changed the whole entire universe. And they had to fucking put her down. Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? <laughs> I'm not even a fucking huge comic book fan and I know that shit. Dude, she went off the rails so fucking much one time. They had to take her to Doctor Strange and was like, yo, you're the only one that knows magic. He went to her and was like, I can't fuck with her. I can't even help her. She's out of my fucking, she's out of my pay grade. That's how strong she is. (laughs) She is a fucking beast. If she's not mentally wired right, she will fuck some shit up. But everybody's like, oh my god, she's so strong, she's so strong, I can't believe it. It's like, are, are you serious? Like, you, like I know that you were just, like, movie onlys. It's like, you only just go see Marvel MCU is all you know. You don't know anything about a comic book. But it's like, you you haven't seen, a, like, a YouTube video going like, oh, Scarlet Witch is, like, the strongest person out there. Like, no, none of that? No, nothing? Nothing? It never hit you? Okay. Because, like, I've seen, like, 80 gazillion tweets going about, oh, my God, because most of the people are coming back from the movies, like, I can't believe she's this strong. Finally, they let her use her powers. Oh, my God, I didn't know she was that strong. She could beat anybody in the Marvel Universe. And I'm like, you have no idea who she is. Honestly, in comparison, she may actually be, like, the MCU version might be, like, weaker than the comic book version. Oh, of course. Oh, of course. Like, of course. Like from the dumbass leaks that I've seen, <laughs> she's she is completely weaker. Like she's very strong, but she's completely weaker than the her in the Marvel universe. The her in the Marvel universe is a different level. It's a different fucking level. Like had it been like, her, she probably would destroy Thanos in that one movie all by herself. Yes, and like how everybody was like, "Oh my God, Captain Marvel can can beat Thanos." Yes, he can. That's true. Like, fucking Captain Marvel was severely underpowered in the MCU, which also means Scarlet Witch is severely underpowered. Ninety percent of the people that you were watching are severely underpowered. You're like, oh well, they're getting their ass beat. Yeah, because they have to neuter them for fucking movies. You can't be like, oh, this is the strongest person. Because, like, honestly, if the movies, like, if the movies were actually comic book accurate, fucking. Captain Marvel would have one-handed whooped his ass. She <laughs> fucking beat his ass when she killed, like when he killed her boyfriend. Beat the shit out of him. She beat the living shit out of Thanos. She didn't just beat him, just like boop boop. She beat the shit out of him till she broke him. 
This motherfucker was in a fucking cell afterwards because he was so fucked up and he couldn't move. It took him five comments to get back to normal. That's how fucked up she was. And she was still pissed off after that. Because that's how fucking strong she is. Like, you can't even compare him to fucking Scarlet Witch because she could just breathe him out of fucking existence if you wanted to. Exactly. Yeah, so that was a thing that I had to rant about in the beginning. <laughs> Spoiler. Fuck YouTube. Huh? Fucking... <laughs> yeah, fuck YouTube. Fuck YouTube. And also, I, I, so I tried. I tried so hard to be just that nice guy, that quiet guy. I always try to be just like that guy, but it always happens when people always make me say something. They always make me say something, and it's like, oh, you, you motherfuckers, you, you, you gotta get it, you gotta get it. And I love how everybody just like now, well, especially on that day, which was Bullet Club Day, everybody just act like they had amnesia. Like, everybody must have forgot what the fuck happened. Everybody must have forgot because they just kept tweeting dumb shit. Like, yeah, this is the leader of the Bullet Club is in America. This is this is the best version of the Bullet Club here. It's like, oh, y'all must have forgot. Y'all must have forgot everything. It's been nine fucking years. It's been nine fucking years. And I've been around all nine years. I've seen the formation of them. I've seen them go through the beginning until now. So you can't sit there and tell me that, oh my God, this is this is that. This is, you can't say anything to me because I've been around. I've seen it. When you, when you talk about Kenny Omega was the best leader of the Bullet Club, you're out your fucking mind. You're, out, you're outside of your body and mind. No way possible Kenny is even the closest to being the top. Mm-hmm. Kenny's in the bottom. Kenny is down there by himself. And for the stupid people that's going, oh, what about Cody? What about Adam? They're not even on the list. They're not leaders. They were never leaders. They were never close. They weren't close. Like, you, like I'm sorry. You guys are just, like, dumb or, like, really new or just have no fucking idea what's going on with the Bullet Club because you just throwing out Kenny was the best when Kenny was there they were the most popular once again you're still fucking wrong because when they got the most popular that's when AJ was there he was the one who had them with shirts he was the one who had the ring of honor matches as the IWGP title like what what are you what are you talking about like you, you guys are crazy you guys are insane like you guys are in fucking insane David fucking scared the shit out of the whole fucking New Japan, where they were so fucking scared to move, they were like, yo, we don't even know what to do. He had a fucking boxing match for no goddamn reason against Shibata in a fucking G1, and everybody's like, we we can't tell them to not do that. The fuck do you mean? It's your company. What are you talking about? It, it was insane. It was insane. To, and Jay... Jay's the fucking man. Like, there's no way that you can even debate that Jay is not the man. 
fucking insane. But since we're talking about it, fucking Duntaku happened this weekend. And everybody was like, all right, we're just going to go into the show. We're not, we're expecting just a little bit of stuff, just a little bit. There's no kind of how she's going to face Ishii. Naito's going to face Okada. You know, we're not expecting anything. We're not expecting anything. Eh, everything's fine. Everything's fine. New Japan is fine. So, matches are happening. We get Taiji Ishimori. Bullet Club. He beats Despy. And I'm like, okay. Reason that makes sense because it was Super J cast. They speculated that Taiji Ishimori should get the win because somebody is old and ass whipping from that so he should get his ass whooped from something he did because if Kushida comes back he deserves to beat Ishimori's ass so we're like alright that's fine that's fine then they have a tag team title match you're like okay alright then you're like wait this is a triple threat when the fuck did it become a triple threat did I miss something wait Fale and Chase Owens are in it what the fuck why Okay, Fale and Chase Owens won the tag titles. And at that moment, I'm like, I don't know how, I don't know why, I just know that we're about to have a Bullet Club night. That's all I knew. It was like, it's about to be a Bullet Club night. Then we had Tamatanga. He beats Evil for the Never Overweight title, which means Tama just won his first singles title in New Japan. They were like, yes! That's awesome. He didn't even get to celebrate. We didn't even get to go, yes, Tama. Because right as he, he got up from the pen, winner, cow, got caught with a gun stun by Carl Anderson. And the big LG is there. Oh, shit. The good brothers are there. It's literally to the point where we're all just like, okay, we see the writing on the wall. Jay's coming out at the end. Jay's coming out in the end, right? That's how it has to be. Jay's coming out in the end. They're going to celebrate. So we had Tana versus Ishii. Fucking amazing match. Chef's kiss. Great. It was so fucking great. And at the end, Tanahashi celebrating. Chase Owens comes out. It's like, hey, you got that US title, right, man? Listen, we might have to do something about that. What do you mean, we? He turns around, gets pow, punched in the face. Gets his ass beat. Dude with a mask. And everybody's like, who the fuck is this guy? He hits the unprettier. And we're like, wait, there's only a few people that do that move. What the fuck? Who is this? They take off the mask. It's Juice Robinson. Rock hard, Juice Robinson. Like, okay, dude. All right. This is too much. Like, this is too much. Like, Jay definitely is coming out at the end. So... Okada beats Naito. Another great match. Okada's music is playing. The pyro goes off and everybody's like, oh, well, the show's gonna go off. Like, it's, it's going off. Then all of a sudden, it just stops. And I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, we had technical difficulties earlier, so what the fuck? Like, this is just, this is just normal. All right, fine. And then Jay's music come on. And everybody's like, oh, shit. Jay comes down, beats his ass, tell him he wants a title. And he fucking lays him out. Bullet Club reunites because it's the Bullet Club anniversary and it shocked everybody. 
Because a lot of these motherfucking casual New Japan fans are over in AEW and don't fuck with New Japan anymore. Like, fuck New Japan. I mean, we have the Forbidden Door, but like, we're not watching that shit. Just all of a sudden, everybody was fucking talking about New Japan. Was like, oh my god, the Bullet Club is back. They're back. It's like, oh, shut the fuck up. Suck a dick. Suck a dick. Come on. Come on. You guys are, you guys are ridiculous. You guys are fucking ridiculous. It's like, as soon as they came back, I'm like, oh my god, they're back. Uh, uh, I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> they announced the best of the Super Juniors. Who was in it? Um, Ace Austin is in it. Teton from CMLL. And Wheeler Yuta. I'm very confused why Wheeler Yuta was the only person from AEW to be in the fucking best of Super Juniors. That confused the shit out of me. I was like, why is he, like he's good like first off he's good but at the same time he doesn't even qualify all the way as the AEW person because he wrestles on New Japan strong but it's like why is he the only person that's going and I was wondering about Chris Bay and Jay confirmed like Chris Bay couldn't get his visa so he was like he, he shouted him out at the end but like if Chris Bay could get his visa he would have been in it probably but I'm like Dude, it's like so many people that could have been in besides Willa Yuta. It's, and once again, it's nothing wrong with Willa Yuta. It's just like there could have been a bunch of other people. Fucking Dante Martin would have been a good candidate. Yes, and like I'm actually mad that... I mean, I can't be mad because like I could be more sad because Darius Martin got injured and he's going to be out there six to nine months so he can't be in the tag league. But... Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of love from that side that never watches the show and was the most talked about New Japan show in like three years because everybody's like, oh my god, oh my god, like is this? And us New Japan regulars are just like, oh, this is feels so great that people are coming back. We're not going, oh my god, like the AEW people. We're like, oh my god, everybody that was stuck outside are getting to come back. It's back to normal. We can have our people, our foreign people coming into New Japan and having fun with us. Oh my God, that's back. We're we're back to normal. Everything is fine. <sighs> that's what we all felt. Jim was like, oh my God, New Japan is back because the Bullet Club is back. It's like, what? What are you talking about? That's not it. That's not it. But it caught everybody surprise by surprise. Just like when Roman Reigns was talking, RK Bro caught the Usos by surprise. That kind of scared the shit out of me. <laughs> it actually fucked me up because like I didn't see that coming. And then Drew came down and they start fighting. And I was just like, how did RK Bro get in the ring to hit the RK O's on fucking Usos? It's like, what the fuck? I was like, I was just so shocked. Like, what the fuck? Like, how did that happen? One day I needed a ring the whole time or something? Yeah, but like, that's the funny part was like, Nobody sort of or even thought that that would happen. That's why it was so crazy. Like, we couldn't even fathom that that happened because it was like way off. Yeah. 
So after that, we get the Street Profits in the back with Ezekiel. So Ezekiel and the Street Profits are back there, and they're giving them something to drink, and they're like, hey, man, welcome. So Chad Gable comes up and was like, hey, man, like, people can lie on these lie detector tests. And Ezekiel was like, well, what, what, what the fuck? Who cares? And then Owens was like, no, fuck that, man. You're a fucking liar. Like, you're a fucking liar. Street Profits don't believe this shit. A fucking liar. And it was funny because Kevin was wearing a Becky Lynch t-shirt, which he's always wearing like somebody else's t-shirt in the back because he's such a nice guy. Sweet of him. So it turns into a fucking sick man with Street Profits and Ezekiel versus Chad Gable and Otis and Kevin Owens. I keep forgetting that Otis is a person because he doesn't say much. He's just there. He just is a power guy. Yeah, and he he doesn't say a goddamn word. He he doesn't make it funny. He doesn't make it popular. He's like, I'm just here. I'm just here for no reason. Ezekiel took the loss. So this is his first loss. Kind of. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Like, I'm, I was a little surprised because it was like, yo, he just got a win and he just got a loss immediately. It's like, oh, okay. Well, that's a thing. It's even now. Yeah. So, then we get a little interview with AJ and AJ says, yo, I'm going to beat Damian Priest's ass. I am. Okay, whatever. Then we get Sonya in... Pierce and Pierce tells Sonya, listen, man, you have no power and you're going to have a match later on. And she's like, wait, I, 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 he's like, no, 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 no. You're going to have a fucking six man later and you have no power. So doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter. So I was like, okay. So we had an enhancement talent versus fucking gear. And this guy got an interview just like they did for um, James Chinsworth. Chinsworth. The dude got murdered. Like, he got murdered. So, that was a thing. I was like, okay. So, they're going to keep feeding people to Veer and that's whatever. So, then we get the match. Damien Priesto versus AJ Styles. If AJ wins, Priesto is banned from ringside. And it's just going to be Edge and AJ at uh, WrestleMania Backlash. Edge cuts a promo about whatever Edge was cutting a promo about. AJ comes out. So they're fighting. They're fighting. AJ gets AJ gets the win because he gets disqualified. I mean, not gets disqualified. Priest gets disqualified. And it's like, okay. So he's gone. So Edge and Priest beat the shit out of AJ, and all of a sudden, here comes Finn. Yay, Finn! And Finn helps him out. Judgment Day is down, and they do the thing. They do the thing. They throw up the two sweet in the middle of the ring. Bullet Club birthday. Not even that. Like the same day. (laughs) Yeah, like. It was it was on the same day, which made me happy because I was just like, "Oh, it's a Bullet Club weekend." Yeah. 
So that that's that was awesome. So then we go in the back and we see almost an MVP and Cedric. I mean, not Cedric. Wait, that is Cedric. Cedric yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I was off because I I forgot. Cedric comes up and says, "Yo, wouldn't it be nice if we put the hurt business back together?" And MVP was like, "Wait a minute, I don't know if we want to put put this back together." What if we don't want to put it back together? No, no, no. We should put it back together because we're better as a team. Well, if you go out there and beat Bobby tonight, we'll be back as a team. Oh, okay. All right. That, that's the thing. So then we have Miz TV with Mustafa Ali. And Mustafa comes out and he's getting ready to talk. Miz cuts off his mic. Miz turns off his music and Miz talks shit about him. And Ali's like, listen, man, I don't take my shit back to anybody backstage. I take my stuff to the fans. So then here comes Theory and he says, hey, we're going to have a handicap match against you. And if you win, you get a title match. Uh, okay. <laughs> That that was that's so random, dude. Like was it, like was that random to you or was that just random to me? No, that was like totally random. Like especially like for him to win a tag team match to get a title match. Yeah, it's like what the fuck like you, you gotta beat two guys <coughs> at one time to get a title match for one title that is so insane. Right. <laughs> I can see if it was for the tag titles, but Yeah. So no, part no, of me, like, if he had a partner, it was him by himself. That's another thing. Yeah, but yeah. Part of me was like, "Oh shit, yeah!" Like he's definitely going to win this because they're going to make some kind of way that he's going to win this. No, they just said screw you, and they made Miz pin him after the skull crushing finale. I'm like, the fuck, like that's it. Right. That's it. That, that's how. That's how you end this. The fuck. So then we have a 24-7 match and Nikki Ash previously during the day beats Dana. So they're having a match and Dana gets the win. Dana wins and then she says, Reggie, we're getting a divorce because Reggie tries to roll her up after that. It was like, okay. Hmm. They're going to get a divorce and now our truth is going to divorce them. All righty. Didn't know you could do that. <laughs> yeah. We had a little Becky Lynch promo on the back. She was talking about her match with Asuka and how she left Asuka to be a warrior when she went home to be a mother and then look at what happened to Asuka. I'm like, okay. That, that did happen, but okay. So then we get Seth Rollins appreciation night and he's out there trying to beat Seth Rollins and he's trying to be cool. And then here comes Cody. Cody comes out his 20-minute entrance. And then for some reason, I don't even know why. Seth just starts talking shit about Dusty. He's like, yeah. You know why Dusty never won the title? Because he's not good enough. They're not good enough. I like at least that they're keeping the title alive. Like with Cody, the whole him winning the title thing, it's still alive. I'm like, all right, I'm I like that they're still keeping him alive. Till it happens. That. 
So they start fighting, and I give Natty and Charlotte and everybody else credit for doing moves in their suits. Yeah, fucking Cody in his fucking shoes. Amazing. <laughs> doing an odds cutter. Yeah, I love that. Good for you, Cody. Fucking crazy. Yeah. So then we get Dub Lashley versus Cedric. And there was nowhere in my mind that's going, oh, Cedric's going to win this. Yeah, right? Cedric's definitely winning this. There was nowhere. It would have. Even when he got distracted by almost, it was like, that would be funny. But of course, Cedric gets murdered. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that's that's a thing. All right, whatever. So I was like, that actually fucking shocked the shit out of me. But then we have the main event, which was a six-woman tag match. To milk Becky Lynch, teaming up with Sonya and Rhea Ripley versus Liv Morgan, Asuka, and Bianca Belair. This match was fucking awesome. But I forgot the part where Dewdrop went to Nikki Ash and said, hey, it's time to get serious. Okay. I'm happy. I'm glad that they're going to do something together and they're not just going to be sitting there. I'm glad they're going to do that. But yeah. That's really you think great. they're going to go for taking titles? I hope so. I hope so because like after Natty and Shayna, they have no other tag teams. So yeah, let's do it. That'd be interesting. Yeah. So yeah, they had this match, the six man, the six woman match, and Liv Morgan was the fucking star of this match. Yep. They did a move where it was like a butt bump into a code breaker on the outside. That was fucking great. Like, holy shit. Liv was Liv was just all over that match. Liv was pulling out new moves. Liv was doing all this stuff. Liv is just Liv is a star and she's just like every week she's showing more people like yo I deserve to be here I deserve to be this awesome I'm fucking awesome it's like yeah you are you really are and she was oh. the one who got the pin yeah thank god because like you normally like job her out yeah but she's she's a fucking star though Yep. Happy. So that was okay. Oh no, definitely, like definitely, like I okay, so this is how I'm going to put it. Mm-hmm. Eventually there's going to be Bianca versus Rhea because they tease that during the match. Now, Bianca should not lose to Rhea, which is like fucking insane. I think Bianca should beat Rhea because, like, this is where they're heading. They're heading this right now. It's like, oh, this is gonna happen right now. So if they push this right now, do Rhea versus Bianca, but then for a big show, set up Liv versus Bianca, like face Liv versus face Bianca, get them both as hot as possible, and let them have a match. 
Like, let them have a fucking match at a fucking, like, at Money in a Bank or, like, SummerSlam somewhere, one of those big shows. Yeah, let that happen. And everybody will love it because it'll be like, oh, shit, they're, they're having a fucking great match. Yeah. I'm not for that. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, then I'm going to skip to Dynamite. Which I'm actually angry that on this show they did not do a Bullet Club thing. And I know people are like, well, we don't need to do the Bullet Club because we have the Bullet Club. That's why it's more apparent that you should have did a Bullet Club thing. Yep. Like, you, <clears throat> like it should have been a thing. Like, and that pissed me off. It was like, yo, you were made off of the Bullet Club. Do a thing. But they did. Yeah, because I was like, that, that should have been a no-brainer. <clears throat> so it started out with Steve Dorsey. Which, okay. So I have a funny story about Steve Dorsey. Okay. So earlier in the day, they were doing a little reveal for Fight Forever with yeah. Chris Statlander and uh, Evil Uno and Nyla Rose. So all of those people are there and Chugs is there, which is Steve Dorsey's alter ego. So he's there, and Uno's talking about him coming in today. And Uno goes, "Yeah, TSA broke my PS5." And the face that fucking Steve Dorsey made was priceless. Like it was the face I was making, but the face to see that somebody else was making that same exact face that stunned. Oh my god. And I don't mean just like for like a second. It was like three minutes. He just had that face was like that really happened. And he like he didn't speak. He didn't say shit. His he was in pure shock that his somebody's PS5 got broke in TSA. Like his face was just oh my god. It was fucking crisis. I loved it. And his stream deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he, like he's kind of pissed, and it wasn't even him. <laughs> I fucking loved it. I fucking loved it. <clears throat> yeah. So, yes. So then we had Jeff Hardy versus Bob Fish. It, 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 uh, yeah. It was a match. <laughs> <laughs> it was a match. Yeah, it was a match, and. It ended, like, I swear to God, there's no more, like, we need to censor Jeff Hardy. I know you're like, what the fuck? We need to censor Jeff Hardy because his swan toms are becoming dangerous. He hit him with a fucking shit. Dude, like, he didn't, like, his swan tom is usually, oh, I'm going to land the top of me onto you. Bam. His swan times now are just like, fuck it, my body's going on you. You're dead. He goddamn killed him. Yep. I think that's the reason fucking private party anymore, because like he damn near killed one of them. Yeah. And so after the match, the Young Bucks come out. And they're looking at the Hardys because they've already been teased and they want to face the Hardys. And it's so funny how like People get very senile and very regretful when they're like, 
oh, I want to see the Hardys versus the Bucks. And it's like, it's oh, happened gosh. like seven times. It happened seven <laughs> times. Like, that's what's fucking me up. It's like, it happened seven times. And people are like, this is a new match. I, I definitely want to see it. I, and I'm like, you're just AEW only. Because it's like, this has happened multiple times. And I posted, like, I posted the video online. I was like, yeah, we're going to get a rematch. Because I was like, yeah, we're going to get a rematch. And somebody actually commented under there and was like, wait, this match happened before? I was like, okay, don't talk to me. Like, it was immediate block. Like, don't talk to me. <laughs> like, correct me if I'm wrong, they, they did have another match, right? Can I kind of vaguely yeah. remember it. That was the Ring of Honor match. They had a yeah. lot. They had a match in fucking Tijuana. They had a bunch of matches. I want to say, matter of fact, they had two Ring of Honor matches. Like I think they had two Ring of Honor matches, and the second one was a ladder match. Yeah, I think one in PWG too. I they think. had they they had a couple. They had a couple of matches. They had one like in random fucking indie somewhere, and I was just like, you guys are just like this is never happened before it's like what the fuck but like whatever I'm I'm not trying to be a wrestling elitist even though the show is called elite and they have a core fan base of people who are supposed to be people who watch stuff and it's like yeah like this is the core fan base and this is what's supposed to happen like you're supposed to know what's going on but hey whatever Once again, so, it's funny. I'm the one that doesn't remember shit but then like when it comes to shit like that I remember it <laughs> Yeah. So this was very funny because we had a six man with the Blackpool Combat Club against Angelico and Butcher and the Blade. And this was like funny. Like this was on deck. Like what actually was happening in the ring. Like Angelico is in the ring with Brian Danielson. And JR, like second, like to the second, goes, man. And Helico said he always wanted to wrestle Derry Bright. He said he wanted to stretch him. Literally, as he said, he said he wanted to stretch him. And Helico is stretching Bright like second by second. It's like that was too serendipitous. Like that was like that was like perfect timing, right? Like, that was what that was my favorite part about that. But other than that, it just was like a match. Like it just was like a match where, like, of course, we're getting over the Blackpool Combat Club so they could do whatever they're going to do whenever they're going to do it. They need to try motherfuckers now. <laughs> yeah, they do. So then we get Hobbs and Shaw, I mean, Starks and Hobbs oh. versus Jungle Boy and his dinosaur and Christian. So they say, hey, listen, we want a tag team title. They being Hobbs and Starks. They're like, hey, we want a tag team title match. Jungle Boy is like, okay, if you defend your FTW title, the title that you don't defend, that nobody defends. I'm like, that's true. I want to see that match just because he doesn't defend the title. That's it. No other reason. Yeah. And they said, yeah, that's going to happen. Do you think he's going to lose it since he didn't defend it? No, I think he's going to win it so they can win it to tag titles because right after that, Swerve and Keith Lee is like, yo, we want to beat y'all asses, so I think it would be, like, really cool if they fight for the tag team titles. And just end it there. Yeah. yeah. So then we get Wardlow 
versus W. Morrissey. Yeah. So a lot of people, like, this is really funny to me also. Because it's like, half of you motherfuckers when Kenny was in fucking Impact were watching Impact. How did you miss fucking W. Morrissey? Like, how? How did you miss him? And everybody's like, oh my God. I, I don't know, because everybody was like, oh my God, Morrissey's so big and strong. He's so athletic. He's so cool. And then somebody reminded me of that thing that, like, I keep forgetting. Because somebody was like, oh my God, Edge is in the, the all the lead building. And I was like, God damn it, he still looks like Edge. <laughs> He's just big Edge. Big Edge. Yo, I really like. I really want Edge to come up with the allegations of how that's not his son. Please tell me. Like, please tell me like how that's not your son. Like, he looks exactly like you. <laughs> like, seriously, there's no way you can get him. and join forces with Edge. See, like the reaction to that shit. I w- I would love that too because he looks just like Edge. Like, no matter how many times it happens, he looks just like fucking Edge. I'm like. God damn, he does. So, Especially now with the heel persona that Edge uh, got. He, he's been wetting his hair lately and like, like slicking it back sometimes with a pony's hair. Mm-hmm. So now he looks more so like fucking Morrissey. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're, they're father and son. Yeah. But of course, you know, Wardlow gets the win. So yeah, that, that's that's dope. Wardlow gets I the win. Disappointment is only one powerbomb. I mean, I don't think that he could have power bombed like Cass as many times as he could because yeah. Cass is like huge as shit. So like one just had to fight. Yeah. So like he beats him. We gotta. We want Enzo chant and also a no, we don't chant. So that was actually funny. <laughs> so Wardlow says, "Hey, MJF, I want a match against you." get out of my contract MJF says hey next week we'll sign a contract but we'll do it on my terms in another city and I'm gonna have a stipulation problem so haha yeah I'm like uh okay I'm actually shocked that it just went right to there I thought it was gonna go to Sean Spears and send it to him but okay yeah it went right there I don't trust this though I don't even but it's uh, we'll, we'll 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 see we'll see. What I think is actually going to happen? Wardlow's going to be him. They're going to release him from his mm-hmm. contract, sure, right? Mm-hmm. But he's going to be fired and not allowed to wrestle anymore. I like I'll be okay with that, and then like the next week, Tony Khan brings him back as like a new person. I'll be okay with that. <laughs> then he's on elite. <laughs> yeah, like I'll be okay with that. <laughs> so then we had, a back, we had a backstage between Jamie Hayter, Britt Baker, Ruby Soho, and Tony Storm. And they're arguing as always. It's like, okay. All right, they're arguing. Like, of course, like, if, like, I kind of want Britt to stop, like, making these jokes, these innuendos. Like, Britt, please stop. Cause they just come out of nowhere. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, don't say stuff like that. But yeah, they set up a tag team match with Rampage. 
So we get a Hangman Page fucking interview, and I love the fact that every goddamn stupid person lost their shit on this one. They lost their fucking shit on this one. They was like, "Oh my god, he's a heel!" Like, I can't believe they turned him heel. I'm like, are you stupid or are you dumb? Or are you just <laughs> chaotic? Because somebody needs to be the bad guy here. And of course, Punk's not going to be the bad guy. So it had to be him. And it's not like he's really the bad guy. He's literally saying, listen, you want to fight me. I'm not, I'm not with all that dumb shit. I don't want you to have a Bret Hart masturbatory match. I want you to fight me. Fight me, motherfucker. You want to fight? You want this title? You got to beat my ass for it. Like, the way he said it, the way he came off, everybody immediately was like, it's a heel turn. It's a heel turn. I'm like, dude, somebody has to be the bad guy. And him being angry that, like, everybody is immediately counting him out, going, nah, Punk's going to win. Punk is that badass. We love Punk. Punk is great. Like, He's the champion. You're counting him out. He's the dude. He's pissed off. He's like, no, fuck this. He's like, I'm going to beat his ass. And I love that. I love that about him. Hangman? For heels? On uh-huh. heels, right? Come, like, just that one notion, he comes across more of the face to me. It's like he's going to prove everybody wrong. You know what I mean? That, that's what I was thinking, too, because I'm like... I don't understand how you people are just angry at him. He's really just saying, like, yo, you're coming for what I have. It's not mm-hmm. going to end like that. So, yeah, that's it. So, then we had the Jericho Jerkoff Society come out, and Santana and Ortiz were out. And so, the match is happening, the match is happening. It's just a lot of fuck shit happening in this match. And they beat Santana. And then, like, they beat him up with the bat. And, like, I don't know why, but I swear Jericho said the words outside of his mouth. (sighs) I was like, yeah, this is a homicide. I'm like, what? You, You can't say that. That's not your thing. Like, when he said that, I was, like, immediately, like, okay, like, I know that that's not a tease, but that is, that's a tease in my mind. That is just a tease. And, like, a lot of other people are saying the same thing, because, like, they're just figuring it out. It was like, oh, my God, like, they're outnumbered. They're outnumbered. I'm like, dude, I've been saying that they're outnumbered because they are. Like, Hernandez in fucking Homicide. But, like, also, I forgot about B-Boy. B-Boy is a thing, too. So, like, instead of just, like, Hernandez, you can put B-Boy and Homicide in there. That would be fun. Even with, like, either way. Yeah, no, B-Boy still wrestles because, like, it's actually funny that, like, ties into something. Like, Homicide is wrestling against Will Ospreay in New Japan. And, like, you gotta remember, Homicide hasn't wrestled like he hasn't been like back into the scene except for like two years ago or like a year ago when he came and like jumped in and had that little match and then like disappeared. 
in AEW, and then he was like disappeared off the face of the earth again. And then like he wrestled in a match at GCW and then disappeared again. And it's like, okay. So Homicide is like still around and so is B-Boy, but like B-Boy is just like less active than him. But like for AEW payday, yeah, fuck it. Do it. How about Mafia? Is Mafia still with them? Or was he ever with them? Uh, I think he Dan was. Dan Mafia, he was at one point, but I don't, I don't, I think he's retired, retired. Oh, okay. So then we had a backstage segment that the acclaim got scissored by the ass boys. That is very strange to say, so I'm just going to move on. Just going to move on. Yes. So this is where we have a very strong controversial segment. A very, very controversial segment. This is extremely controversial. And we're going to get into it. Like We're, we're not going to run away from it. We're getting into this. So, okay. Brian Pillman Jr., Griff Garrison, and the girl is out there. And Brian's talking about, hey, Jim Harbaugh, blah, 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 my dad, whatever. Because his dad was roommates with Jim Harbaugh, who is the coach of the Ravens. Behind Jim Harbaugh, by the way, is Kip Sabian, who everybody just keeps forgetting existing. Now, see, this is what this is why I stream these two things together because the Kip Sabian thing is long-term storytelling. So I know you people are gonna be like, "Wait, what the fuck?" Yeah, it's long-term storytelling. You want to know why? And this is like really fucking. This is really fucking easy and stupid because Kip Sabian has been doing this box gimmick for almost four months. We have seen somebody with a box just sitting the fuck there. He's just been sitting there. And a bunch of the crowds just sitting there, just fucking sitting there, just sitting there, not doing nothing. Just a guy with a box in his head, underrated. It's like, okay, visually, you have a cue of like this guy with a box, he's there. Lance Storm even seen it was like, dude, who the fuck is this dude with the box? Like, what's going on? Like, what is, what's up with this? And the fact that it's in people's mind, even though it's like a very small storytelling. It's a story that's being told consistently. So, now, Julia Hart in the ring. Pillman calls out the House of Black. House of Black comes out, beats the shit out of the Varsity Blondes. Julia does nothing. They give her the chair. This is your time. Everybody's like, yes! It's happening. Finally, the turn. We've been waiting for this for six gazillion years. She has the chair. She's like, I can't do it. They snatch the chair away from her. Oh, you bitch. This is like, I don't think anybody actually seen this when like this happened. So Alistair took, Malachi took the fucking patch off her eye. Not a lot of people see this. When they took the patch off her eye, her blackness is growing. I know that sounded weird. Very weird. But it's great. I actually before he, he took it off. When, like, yes. the Brian Pillman part, like, I actually yeah. noticed it then. Yes. So, nobody really was like, oh, shit, like, that's, like, that's growing. And it's like, yeah, like, it is. It's been growing. It's been growing for a while. Come on, like, come on, like, it's here. So, before anything could happen, the fucking, the Trangle de la Murte shows up and they're like, hey, get out of here. And it's like, uh, okay. 
And there is no follow-up. Julia Hart is still just Julia Hart. She's just fucking Julia Hart. She has not changed. She has not done anything. There's no progression there. She didn't even get mad. She didn't do a goddamn thing. There's no progression. And people are upset. They're like, half of the people are like, fuck this dude. Like, this storyline is going nowhere. It's been so long. And then everybody else is like, you guys are so impatient. Long-term storytelling. Guys, you should be more impatient. God, these WWE fans. And it's like, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. That's bullshit. That's fucking bullshit, dude. That is storytelling, and then there's this. Because I'm going to explain to you people how this is such a disjointed, not long-term storytelling thing. It's so fucking disjointed because it starts. She gets missed it. Okay. She disappears. She comes back. Okay. She's back. All right. We're going we're gonna to move on. She's back. The Varsity Blondes, Russell, okay. The Russell House of Black, she's still there. Okay, she's going to turn on them, right? She's going to turn on them one day, right? Oh, no, we're going to put the House of Black with somebody else. And the Varsity Blondes is just going to disappear off the face of the earth. But she's going to, like, turn and come back. Like, he's hinting at it. He's hinting at it now, right? No. Just go away. And then we go back to the Varsity Blondes and the House of Black eventually. She still doesn't turn. Like uh, eventually, she she had on a black dress, by the way. So anybody's yeah. actually paying attention, she had a black dress. But it's like, okay, like, come on, like come on, like we're 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 gonna progress the story, right? Like a little bit of progression. Like this supposed to be progression. She's supposed to be evil. She's supposed to be halfway turning. It wasn't like she really actually was going to turn. It was like it wasn't even half of slightly part of a tease. It's like come on, come on, like move move it along. And like a lot of fans were like, you guys are just okay. So we're we're gonna we're gonna tell you something that you're very stupid about. There's been a lot of long term stories, Hangman Page being one of them that mm-hmm. literally <clears throat> had progression. It had story progression where it was like, okay, this thing happened. Hangman got angry at. The elite. He's like, I don't want to be with y'all because I feel like you guys are using me. Because FTR said, Hey, listen, you're the weak link. They don't want you. Hangman went on a drinking binge. Hangman got angry. Kenny decided, Hey, fuck you. I'm going to leave you and go for the title. Uh, but yeah, no, fuck this. I'm leaving you. We're not attacking him anymore. You're an asshole. And he left him. Hangman. Got drunk, just was surviving, just around, just drinking, and didn't have no friends. Then he met the Dark Order. Then Dark Order hung with him. He started to get his confidence back. He started to get his confidence back. He got his confidence back. He got the shot. He got the shot. Yes. He lost the shot. Oh, damn it. And then he did it. He got the shot again. He said, fuck it up. Get the shot I'm going to beat Kenny's ass and I'm going to make sure Kenny fights me and Kenny fought him. And it was a two-year story. It was a two-year story. It was a two-year fucking story. And the reason no one ever got angry at that story, no one was like, this story is taking too long. 
because there was progression. There was character change and progression. Hangman went from face to heel to face again. It was character progression for him. Julia Hart is supposed to turn a little bit more and more or something to get us interested in this storyline and be like, oh, this is actually cool. Oh, this is actually cool. Oh, this is actually cool. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. She disappears on the face of the earth. She shows back up. Then she disappears again. And it's like, what? Like, why? Like, why? Like, come on, like, be consistent. No, fuck consistency. Yeah, that's like, another thing they're missing, consistency. Yes, and it's like, this story, like, it's not going to be the greatest story. It's not going to be, like, the best be-all, end-all story. But it's something for her and for the House of Black. And it's like, nah, we don't care. Like, we'll get to it when we get to it. And like I said, it's been like months where this like whole thing has just been missing in pieces. And it's like, why not just progress the story? No. Okay. Whatever. Like at one point, I thought Garrison or Pillman was going to join them too because he missed one of them too. And it's been so long, I forgot which one he actually missed it. So. Exactly. It was Pillman. But like, exactly. It was like, that was part of like that was part of the progression that should have won and it's like dog like what because they kind of hit the fucking dissension between them two too at one point Mm -hmm. but like it was story progression there and they just like left it they fucking left it and I was just like dog come on so after that we had Dante Martin versus Ray Phoenix. What did you think great of this match. Great match. Great match. Like, might have been my favorite match of the whole fucking show. It, it was up there. Yeah, it was up there. Because, like, this was, like, a high-flying, crazy bonanza. And it was like, oh, my God, these guys are just fucking going off the wall. And, like... I okay, so this match was great, and like I'm watching this match, and I keep getting stuck on something I've seen the night before, and like I'll talk about it later because the thing that happened on the night before was like so uncalled for and unreasonably questionable. Was like what the fuck, like what <laughs> that like it made me it made me go like holy shit, like why did that not happen here? But like there was like way like way more crazier, higher flying crazy shit going on there. And I was like, holy shit. But this match was like fucking awesome. Dante Martin is fucking he's illegal. He's an illegal person. Like, <laughs> there was only like, one spot there that kinda pissed me off and it wasn't because of fucking Phoenix or Dante. It's more what? so because of the commentary and whatever. Okay. They did a reverse top rope. Spanish fly. That's legit what it was. But then, like, I think it was Tony Schiavone as fucking, um, what's his face? Um, Excalibur. Was that what it was? No, no, no. It was a, a twisting reverse blah, blah, blah. Like, he said something totally different. That's not what that was. <laughs> like, he could have just, like, agreed with Tony. Tony know what the fuck he was saying. <laughs> right. That was my only like pet peeve, but 
great match. Yeah. So Phoenix won, and mm. now we have the brackets. It's going to be Ray Phoenix versus Kyle O'Reilly. And Jeff Hardy versus Darby Allen, which I'm actually excited for because that's a match that should be happening. Then we're going to have Adam Cole versus Dax Hardwood. Then we're going to have Samoa Joe versus the Joker. Yeah, the Joker can be? I have a ton of ideas for the Joker can be. And, like, all of them are just weird and just strange, but, like, it like it's really like it's really fun. It doesn't matter who it's gonna be because I feel like whoever it is, Samoa Joe is gonna win. Because one name, it could be Cesaro, it could be Miro, it could be fucking Jonathan Gresham, it could be it could be a myriad of people. So I'm not gonna be like, oh yeah, yeah, like it's this person because I don't have like a set person where I'm like, oh, it's. This guy, yeah. So just like I'm just, I'm just gonna leave it up to chance. So yeah. Got you, got you. Brackets seem nice though. Yeah, they seem all right. So then we had a promo from Thunder Rosa. I. Hmm. I, I listen. Yeah, I didn't like this either. Like, this was, this was not, uh, like, okay. Like, I always say, Thunder Rosa is very good in the ring. The promo just wasn't it for me. And then, like, she called out Serena Deeb. And it was a part in there that was so fucking awkward. Because Serena Deeb was saying something, and she was waiting for Thunder to say it back. And then Thunder was like, what do you want me to say? And, like, it was, like, really, like, it was really weird. It was like, why are y'all having this weird-ass interaction? You should know what's going on. And then they were like, yeah, we're going to have a title match at the pay-per-view. And I'm like, oh, damn, I'm about to match. All right. All right. It's like looking so, the face. I need one of my rookies. Yeah, and also, Serena Deeb had a black eye. Like, I thought I saw that when it's here. Yeah, like, no one's going to talk about that. Like, and I know somebody's going to be like, oh, she's a wrestler, that's why. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, just, I'm just gonna move on because I'm gonna stay out of women's business. So <laughs> then we had the main event: Diana Prado versus Mercedes Martinez. And like, as this match is going on, I know somebody's gonna call me a WWE Mark, which I'm not. Gonna, I'm literally like, WWE had both of you and dropped the fucking ball. Like, what the fuck? Yep. But it's, it's better for both of these ladies because they main evented Dynamite. And of course, like, of course, 100%, of course, I knew that Mercedes was going to win. And it wasn't because, like, oh, it's because Mercedes is the veteran or she's better than Diana. It's just the fact that Mercedes is part of AEW and Diana's part of Impact. So the title had to get put back on Mercedes. The one thing I hated about this match. Wanna know what I hated about this match? What? The end. It literally just felt like the end came out of nowhere. Like the match was going and it felt like it was building up to something and then it was like boom, end. What? Like, wait, she tapped well, how? 
Yeah, she's a cat. What the fuck? How? That's exactly what I was feeling. Yeah, it was like, it was like, boom, like, this match is about to get going. This match is about to be fucking awesome. You tapped. Why did you? What? And I was like, I knew this was going to happen, but I just, the way it happened was just like, I wasn't wasn't feeling that. And I'm a big fan of Deanna Perrazzo, but it's like, I was not feeling that. That end. Yeah, I'm a fan of both, but I, I, I don't know. Like something was missing from this match. Might have been that. It was the end. It was like the end came way too fast. Yeah. But like we like we've been established fans of Mercedes Martinez because we've been fans of Mercedes Martinez before people knew who she was. Yeah. So it's, it's not a thing. So that was AEW. So, NXT happened. We started off with the triple threat for the North American Championship. I'm not gonna lie, this match was actually really fucking good. I was like, God damn, dude. Very impressive. Yeah, this was like, this was like in my top five of the week. He was like, God damn, this is fucking awesome. Like, yeah. Mello was showing off telling people who he actually was I'm like yo I'm fucking Carmelo young Oos was like telling people he's going to be a Oos and Gamma Grimes was just like he's Gamma Grimes baby <laughs> so yeah they were going the fuck at it they were doing some crazy moves they were doing shit that you like haven't seen in a while somebody called this match heavily choreographed but like literally that's like most of the show that you watched, but I'm not gonna go there. I'm just gonna keep moving on because that was a dickhead quote, but whatever. <laughs> and we get Cameron Grimes getting a big win. So Cameron Grimes keeps the title. So how do you feel about it? Say it again, I'm sorry. You cut off. Cameron Cameron Grimes got the win. How do you feel? Oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm good with that. Like you know like one of these three could have won that shit and I would have been good with that. So then we get Monday Rose, who falls asleep in the tanning bed, and Wendy Chu turns it up to a gazillion, and Mandy gets burned. So Gigi and JC see her and like, oh, dude, you fucked up. What the fuck? Like, All right, listen, you can't go outside anymore, so we, we're going to go do our thing. So, you know, bye. <laughs> Like, that's exactly what I was like. We're gonna go do our thing, so uh, bye. I was like, damn, do that shit, though. This is like, this is funny because, like, this is the second time somebody's actually asked that question, and I'm like, okay, people fall asleep in tanning beds and they don't get it because they're asleep. I'm like, okay, people fall asleep outside and get like extreme sunburn because they're asleep. Like, if you go to sleep, it, like, the thing is, you're getting warm, but it's not like an extreme warm where it's like hot, hot, hot. It's like the same radiation on you, but it's just on you continuously because it's supposed to be on you and stop. But it's on you because you're asleep. You're not doing anything. So it's like, oh, whatever. You're, you're fucked now. Okay. Yeah. So we see Diamond Mine and 
Roderick is saying, don't fuck this up. So then we get in the back. Listen, I wish they would I have, kinda, not to cut you huh? off, but I, I wish they would address the fucking Malcolm Evan thing. Like he left or something. Yeah, but like that's what I'm about to get to in this next part. Okay. Just like the fucking Indy and Duke Hudson. Indy's looking at her hand and Duke Hudson walks up and they're both sad because they don't have no loves in their life. And they're like, no. And then just run off. Like, to me, I'm like, that's easily explained. Persia could have ran off with with um, Dexter. So yeah, that, that's fine. Like, I, I think that, that's fine. Yeah. That's easy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like, that's easy. Malcolm Bivens, I have no idea how you can explain that. So, then we had Grayson Waller versus the best entrance in NXT, Nathan Frazier. I have no idea why he has the best entrance in NXT. Like, I, I need to explain to me. Somebody with a higher pay grade come tell me why that happened. I guess someone thinks he looks like a, a little Thor. I, I guess so. That entrance was too fucking awesome. Yes. So, now, this is a spot I was talking about because during this match, like, Grayson and Nathan Frazier are wrestling. And for some odd reason, like, they're both on the top rope. And Grayson is trying to throw Nathan Waller off. I mean, wait. Grayson Waller is trying to throw Nathan Frazier off. And he pushes him, but he's on the top rope. And Nathan Frazier literally just walks backwards and then tries to figure out how to fall, and then he falls. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, how? Wait. <laughs> you're supposed to be falling. And then fucking Grayson Waller does the same thing. He fucking supposed to fall, and he, like, because fucking dude from Chase University blew the thorn. So he's like, oh, I'm going to fall. This dude takes five steps in the middle of the ropes, like, I'm just willing to fall. And it's like, no, bitch, you're fucking balancing. Go down. And then he just goes, uh. I'm like, how? You're supposed to fall. It's like, mm-mm-mm-mm. Like, how? You're supposed to go down. I was, I was very I was very surprised that these guys were just on the ropes falling. I'm like, how the fuck is this a thing? like they refuse to fucking fall either one of them yeah and that that actually tells you what kind of skill they have because they're walking on the ropes accidentally mm-hmm. so yeah so then we have Santos Escobar and Tony D'Angelo they're having a conversation about who's the Don in NXT you know and nothing gets resolved I called mm-hmm. something. <laughs> What's your catch? I said, no, I said I called it though. Someone's gonna die. <laughs> yes. We'll get to that in a few, but yeah. <laughs> yes. We had the Viking Raiders cut a promo, Joe Gacy cut a promo. Then we had a tag team match. Player. We had Nikita Lyons and friend of the show, Corey J versus Last Legend and Natalia. I mean, they a match. It was a match. Yeah. Nikita Lyons looks like a fucking star. So does Cora. So that was a thing. 
and of course they won. It's a dissension between fucking Nash and Talia, though. I mean, of course, like she made her lose. Yep. So, I mean, they're. I'm glad they're done. So then we see. Uh, no, probably not. Okay. So then we see JC and Gigi on the beach. And JC and Gigi are like, hey, let's let's go in the water. And then we see Wendy Chu and Roxanne Perez. Yeah, that's right. Friend of the show, Roxy. So, yeah, like, Gigi and JC are in the water and they're doing their thing and they're just out there with their bikinis and that's the thing. They don't have any shoes on. So, Roxy and Wendy Chu steal their shoes. Also, Wendy says, I'm gonna steal a car too. So it's like, okay, wait, they stole the car? What? Somebody was really dumb, just like, what the fuck was the point in this? And so, Gigi and JC find them their feet are on fucking fire in Florida, where it's the hottest fucking asphalt that you can have. They have yep. to walk on this, no shoes to get to them. But the car is in the middle of the street, a mile away. So the girls have no other choice but to walk and burn their feet on a hot asphalt in fucking Florida to get to this car. But people don't see the point in that because they don't understand what outside is and heat on feet and whatever. It's fine. Like I've been through it in Puerto Rico so I, I, I know how bad that shit can be. Yeah, that shit is horrible. It is fucking horrible. So, then we have Viking Raiders versus The Creed. A good tag team match. Good mm-hmm. tag team match. And then the end came when my monitor went out. And I don't know how Ivar fell. I have no idea. It was, it was like a strong gust of wind. Also, oh, you, you missed that big knee by Project Strong or whatever that nobody saw. What? No, I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what you're talking about. It was. It was just a strong gust of wind. It took Ivar down. And the Creed beat him. And then they start yelling at Roger Strong. I'm like, hey, you shouldn't help us. It's like, all right, fuck you. Fuck you too. Okay, whatever. So, <laughs> yeah. So then we get AJ Galante, who's with Tony D'Angelo. He gets kidnapped. How you doing over there? By Santos Escobar. And it was really funny how somebody was like, yo, that parking lot of NXT is dangerous. I was like, uh, that wasn't the NXT parking lot, by the way, pal. Oh. <laughs> so they had a fucking backstage thing where fucking broke money. They found out the dude's not gone for so long. And they was like, hey, man, like, was your right forearm muscle so strong? And he, he didn't want to. He didn't want to say it. Then he's like, "I'm right-handed." Oh, that's why. Okay, cool. Well, that saved you. I'm like, uh, okay. 
that was a jerk off joke. Okay, cool. That that was okay. That was weird. Mature content, apparently. I mean, they had JC and Gigi running on the fucking sand with their butts out. So I mean, that, that's mature content too. So then we get to the main event. We have Joe Gacy. Somehow he turns everything black and white. And then Braun comes out. Braun turns back on the color. I'm like, okay. Braun's wearing a singlet that his dad wore before. He's like, oh, well, that's actually nice. Right. You know what's funny about that? What? He had on his dad's singlet, but it was too small for him. That's that's insane. And it was ugly. Yeah, it was. So they had this dumb match. We knew that fucking Braun wasn't gonna lose. So this is what pissed me off about this goddamn show. <laughs> Braun wins. He fucking wins. One, two, three. He beats Joe Gacy. Match is over. All of a sudden, Joe Gacy's fucking goons come down and it's like. Oh my God, they're going to get him. They're going to get him. His goons are going to get him. You know what happened? We're out of time, everybody. Bye. I was like, what what do you mean? I was like, what do you mean? There was no more to it. There there was no more to it. They literally got up on the apron, looked looked at him, and nothing happened. Got up on a fucking apron. Nothing happened. I feel like this might have been WWE lately. I mean, I don't, <coughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Because, like, this was so bad. It was like, it was supposed to just happen, and then, like, we go from there. Like, we, we go from there. Like, I'm, like it could have been somebody attacking them and been like, oh, this is the new threat. Okay. New threat. No? No new threat? Nothing? It's over? Okay. And like, wow. even if you didn't get the show on USA, at least put something on the YouTube channel then. Exactly. Like, you could have did... You could have did anything. But that was so stupid, dude. So stupid. Like I didn't like that at all, dude. I didn't like that. And like it was the droids. These droids were different. They had red masks instead of like the typical black mask. So yeah, exactly. Like they were totally different, dude. Like Mm -hmm. they were completely different. And it's like, okay, well, that makes no sense. And, like, they didn't follow up on social media. They didn't follow up nowhere. They didn't say not one fucking word. They didn't say shit. They just left it as is. And they were obviously wrestlers. They were mm-hmm. like, it's, like, it was so ridiculous. But, yeah, that's their bad. Yeah, yeah. Well... That's the end of the show because that show was weird as hell. Okay. 
All right, pal. All right.